Hello, hello and welcome to the McTaggart Attack Podcast. I'm I'm Kevin McTaggart. This is episode 79 of the Yet McTaggart Attack Podcast. We're getting there to 100, people. We're getting there to 100. We'll see you slowly but surely. 100 triple digits. What will that mean? What will that mean? Absolutely nothing. But still, it's just another number. Like Wednesday, Wednesday, Sunday. When I, if I when I record one on Sunday, that'll be episode eighty. So, who knows? I'm just, I'm just blurting out numbers here. Really, it's it's all I'm trying to fucking do. I don't know. Um, let's see. What do I want to talk about first? Uh, let let's let's start with some. Oh, let's let's start. I'm gonna change. I thought I'd change things up. Um, f- feel free to follow the McTaggart Attack podcast. Like the McTaggart Attack podcast on Facebook. I have a Facebook page for the McTaggart Attack podcast. So go there and like it. I don't know. If that really helps anything with downloads and such, I'm not sure. Because only, like... It's like I have less people like that Facebook page than I do have friends on Facebook. So, um, I don't know. I think maybe the Facebook page is kind of redundant. Who knows? Who cares? Why are we here? I don't know. Um... Do you, you can find me on Facebook. You can try to send me a friend request and see if I reply. If I think you're a sex bot, I will not accept your your Facebook friend request. All right. But you have to have, like, f- friends of friends or something. You know, you have to at least seem like a legitimate account before I accept your friend request. Um, so there. Uh, hmm. Didn't think that my voice would get this perched two and a half minutes into the podcast. But now, now our po- the, the, now this portion of the podcast is brought to you by Smart Water, uh, Glacio, Glacio Smart Water. That's right. Mm, it's delicious. It's, it's delicious. Here we go. Mm, 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 mm. Ah. It's too delicious, as the Vermont comedy outlaws say. Glacial smart water, too delicious. May have some later. Who knows? Um, anyway, it, it makes that's a good point. If you want to, if you want to um, sponsor the McTaggart Tap podcast, let me know. Let me know. I will sponsor your stuff. No matter what the stuff is, but we can make some sort of monetary arrangements. I don't know. Um, something. You know, I will sponsor your stuff. Or if you want to sponsor. Wait. Sponsor my podcast. I don't want to sponsor your stuff. You need to sponsor my stuff. Have I been saying that wrong all this fucking time? Hmm. Maybe. Maybe I. No, no. I want you to sponsor my podcast. So if you want to sponsor 
the McTaggart Attack podcast, um, let me know. I don't want to sponsor your stuff. Or maybe, I don't know how the fuck it works. Maybe I'm saying it right after all. I don't, I don't really know. I don't really know or really care that much. Just trying to, um, talk here. Oh, another thing you should, uh, do is follow the, follow me on the Twitter. I have over 58,000 Twitter followers. At Kev McTee. Um... Maybe you do already, or maybe you don't have a Twitter, so why the fuck would you even care about my Twitter? Um, let's see, any upcoming shows coming up? Um, I'm going to be performing in uh, Pierre Vachon's one-man show. I'll be opening for his one-man show, Bruised and Tattooed, um, Tales of a... Um, Tales of a Nobody, I fucked up that title, but it's Bruised and Tattooed is the main title of that. So come on out to the Marquee Theater, 8 p.m., 7.45. Come on out at 7.45 to the Marquee Theater in Middlebury, Vermont. You know you fuckers show up late anyway, so show up at 7.45. That way I know you'll show up at 8. Fuckers. (sighs) <sighs> okay. Snarky story time. This again is... You all remember that thing I did to that kid on Facebook um, a couple weeks ago because I was bored because Bar Rescue wasn't on. Um, and the fucker deserved it. And it was hilarious. Um, so, work... Last Friday, had to come in early, and it seemed like, I mean, everyone had to come in early to do stuff, because it was the first of the month, and that's what we do. Anyway, um, it just seemed to me like everyone was asking, like, the dumbest of questions, simply because they were in there way too early than they should have been. But what the fuck? And it just annoyed me. So I posted a Facebook post, um, that said, uh, um, it said, uh, is everyone taking stupid pills today? WTF. So like, and I had people respond. I had people do some witty replies and, um, I had one guy, um, not, uh, he made a reply too, but like I went through and liked all of the comments, but I chose, I chose not to like his comment, just to be snarky, just to be funny, you know, just to be like, hey, you know, I liked everyone else's, but yours. And I was hoping that he would notice this, you know, or something. I didn't know. I don't know. I just did it. First first of all, I didn't like, honestly, I didn't click like, because I didn't really like, I, it was, I just thought it was dumb, you know, because... I felt like all of the other comments were were good. And he's like, oh, I thought I for- I knew I forgot something, was his reply. And I didn't click like on it. I didn't like it. Um, I didn't like a few of them. But his was the one that I didn't like. Because at the time, I liked all of the other comments. But then I chose not to like his comment, you know. And 
this guy, he's a bit sensitive. And that's fine. We're all sensitive in our own way and stuff. So he replied, I feel slighted. And at this point, I'm thinking, he's kidding. You know, he's just joking around. He's kidding. So I I stepped up and said, good. (laughs) I said, good. And then he wrote, wow, harsh. And I'm like, um, I didn't, I didn't reply to this. Then, then he sent me a Facebook messenger and he asked me, do I still have it here? He asked me, what did I do to piss you off? And once again, like with that other situation, I chose not to reply. So let's flash forward to, I think it was, when was it? When the fuck was it? Let's look it up, because I wrote this post when it fucking happened. Um, Because it was deserved. It was just great. Monday. Monday night. Monday night, I, I find out that he unfriended me. He unfriended me from Facebook. Because ultimately, the reason why he unfriended me on Facebook was because I didn't like his comment. Like, I didn't click on like for his comment. And I didn't answer him about what he did to piss me off. He didn't piss me off. I was never pissed off. I was just having fun. Because I like to have fun on Facebook at other people's expense. It's Facebook. You shouldn't take Facebook that fucking seriously, okay? Especially, especially if you're an adult. I mean, especially if you're old enough to be considered an adult, you certainly shouldn't be upset about any damn thing that happens on Facebook, okay? It's Facebook, for fuck's sake. No. Fuck it. I'm a smartass in real life. I will be a smartass on the Facebook. So I don't really give a shit. And he unfriends me. And I was delighted. And I'm sure... It was great. It was such a great moment. I'm I'm truly the greatest of all time when it comes to Facebook posts. I, I get people mad. I get people upset on Facebook. Without even really trying. It was not my intention to have him unfriend me. I just I just didn't want to reply. I was hoping that he would reply back to again and be like, did you get this message? No. He didn't even try to do that. He just unfriended. He unfriended me and he unfriended GW Foley. Which I take credit for. Which I probably had nothing to do with. But I mean I think he was probably so mad at me not replying that he decided to unfriend me and also at the same time unfriend GW Foley. So that is impressive. I, I My Facebook skills are top-notch. I've been on Facebook for 10 years now. Don't fuck with me. I also don't get upset at much on Facebook. 
Only when I read about Trump being a douche is when I really get upset about things on Facebook. I used to get upset about anyone who bashed the Patriots on Facebook, but I don't really give a damn about them anymore. So it's just it's just funny. And if uh, yeah, and like I even posted something on Facebook about it. And like I know I know that he has friends and family members that are friends with me on Facebook. So they probably fucking saw it, and they. Pr- I'm I'm hoping they told him. Because I'm pretty sure he can't look at my Facebook page. Maybe he can. I don't know. I'll have to recheck my privacy settings. Or maybe just block him. I don't... I'm not going to block him. Because he's not worth the blocking. Okay? So there's that. So that was... That was a fun time. On Monday night. (laughs) Getting unfriended for like the dumbest reason. I felt so good about it. Felt so goddamn good about it. <laughs> oh, let's see. Um, oh, this this thing, this other thing. There's three other things I'm going to talk about in the podcast today, and uh, we'll talk about this again because. All right, the Philadelphia Eagles. We're supposed to uh, we're supposed to meet with the president for their their ceremony, whatever this this week, or I think it was Tuesday or something. Ah, that thirst break was brought to you by Glacio Smart Water. I love it. Don't they want me to sponsor them? I will sponsor Galeso Smart Water because it's delicious. I, I like it better than Poland Spring. I like it better than Poland Spring. I do. I do. Mmm. Mmm, Smart Water by Glacio. And I hope I'm not pronoun- mispronouncing Glacio. Please, Glacio people, when you give me my $50,000 for... When you give me my $10,000 for sponsoring Glacio Smart Water on your podcast... On my podcast, you know, please don't get mad at me for mispronouncing it. Maybe if you pay me $10,000, I will pronounce Glacio... Glacio Glaco Correctly. All right? All right. So where the fuck is I with the... Pit? The Philadelphia Eagles, <clears throat> you know, were supposed to have their White House visit with the president. And um, I guess a lot of them did not want to go. Which is amazing. Which is startling. Which is very telling, if you think about it. Because, like, I don't know if we've ever had, with Trump as president, we haven't had this many players not want to go. To see the president. I mean, we've always had... There will always be players that won't make it, you know, to go meet with the president for whatever reason. But it's like, to have so many not want to go now, that that speaks volumes to me. That just, like... I think the Cavs and the Warriors pretty much said neither will go if they win the finals. Neither of them will. Neither teams will. But, like, some of the Eagles... 
you know, they were going to have a contingent there. But but the White House announced that they were going to disinvite them. I think they actually used the word disinvite in in their in their post, in their message that they sent out. Is disinvite even a word? I thought it was uninvite. Have I been using it wrong? Obviously I have. If the White House is saying disinvite, it must be disinvite, right? Because the White House, Trump always uses the best words. The best words. The fuck does that even mean? (laughs) If If you say, if you have to say that you use the best words, you don't use the best words. Ridiculous. So... So yeah, they were disinvited and they had a ceremony where they were going to play the anthem and they were going to have all the Eagles fans there. But none of the... Yeah, and like... It was just so funny. And then I guess Trump didn't know the words to God bless America. Oh my God. But like... He brings this on himself. He's just going to... If he keeps talking shit about the media, the media is just going to get tougher and tougher on him. And he's... Just gonna go fucking nuts over it. Keep calling them fake news when uh, the only fake news is Fox News. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe all news is fake. I have said that before that all fucking news is fake. But, like, yeah, but they, they didn't want, you know, they disinvited the Eagles. So, of course, again, the anthem protest thing comes up again, which I find out that, like, the Eagles didn't even, like, kneel for the anthem. They never had any players do that, I don't think, from what I understand. Like, they showed pictures of Eagles players kneeling, but that was in prayer after the game. Like, Fox News did that. So who's fucking fake news, Fox News? I mean, they are blatantly... Fox News is blatantly towards the Republicans. How is that not fake news? When you're so slanted towards one side, that's fucking fake news. Trump just has his fucking fucks, fuck the fuck the fuck up, fuck. I just had a fucking seizure about Trump. Sorry about that. Um, I don't really have seizures, but it was a fuck seizure about that stupid fucking douchebag. But, like, disrespecting the troops isn't even what the fucking anthem protest was about. It was police brutality. The Black Lives Matter movement. That's what it's fucking about. And Trump clearly does not give a shit about why they're doing the anthem protest. Why not invite them all? Why not invite all the fucking players from all of the sports? Just be like, hey, come talk to me about this stuff. I mean, he met with Kim fucking Kardashian for crying out loud. Why can't he meet with the athletes? Oh, I know why. Because most... Because they're all men, and he wants to meet with the women. Because he's a male chauvinist pig who probably wanted to grab Kim Kardashian's pussy before he would go ahead and fucking parole or pardon that 63-year-old woman who is in jail for life. Fuck Donald Trump and his fucking fucks. Stupid asshole. And all these assholes that are all upset about the goddamn... I know people, personally, who hate the anthem protests. And they don't... And they don't fucking care why the fuck they're fucking protesting in the fucking first place. And it's fucking irritating. 
Get your fucking head out of your ass. I know I've talked about it before, but I'm going to keep fucking talk about it. Because it still fucking pisses me off. You know what's more disrespectful than kneeling in the national anthem? Racism. You know what's more disrespectful about um, kneeling in the national an- for the national anthem? Police brutality. You know what's more... You know what's more disrespectful about kneeling for the national anthem? Our president not knowing the goddamn words to goddamn God bless America. <clears throat> I actually said a variant of that on stage tonight at the Vermont Comedy Club in the open mic. And it got a tepid response, but there was a tepid crowd there, so it's fine. <clears throat> oh, speaking of which, I did go, yeah, I ran the sound booth, I... I, I, you sign up and you get to work the sound booth and you get like a free drink and you get like, you get, um, you get an extra minute of time. So it's like, you know, um, I went out to the owners of the Vermont Comedy Club, Nathan and Natalie at one point, And I asked, um, if someone asks before the, the, the last minute of the set, um, if they ask, if they say something like, how much time do I have left? Can I just turn on the red light then? Like, if they say it, like, a minute into their set, and they ask how much time they have left, can I just turn on the red light so they think they have a minute left when, in fact, they still have three? That's what I feel like you have to do. Listen, I've been a comedian for four years, and if I can give some advice to other aspiring comedians out there, never ask how much time you have left. Unprofessional. That being said, um, I, I, I have done that before. So, hey, we all do it. I'm just saying I try not to do it. And when I do it, I talk about how unprofessional it is that I'm doing it. And that seems to get some sort of a laugh. So at least that's the way it works. If you can get a joke out of it, that's fucking fine. But if you're just going to be like, oh, how much time do I have left? Mm. Or it's like, oh, man, the red light's on. I better come up with some stuff. No, you don't have to. Just get the fuck off stage for the next person. If you've got nothing, get the fuck off the stage. <sighs> the fuck else was I going to talk about? I talked about... um. Getting unfriended on Facebook. I got. I talked about um, the Eagles and the anthem protests, and um, there was another thing I wanted to talk about. I'm not sure. I want to talk about it because yelling about all this shit, you know, made me feel better. It made me feel better. Um, I don't know. Oh. Work's just been depressing me again. And I know I keep talking about this, but it's just like, I understand work is supposed to be tough and that work is a four-letter word. You know, it's supposed to be tough and it's not supposed to be play or anything like that, but it's work and it's supposed to be rough and tough. But is it work supposed to make you cry? (laughs) Is work supposed to make you scream in your car almost every day on the way home? Like, I feel like I'm on the verge of tears at work or after work or something. And, like, I just don't know what the fuck to do about it. I just, uh, I've, I had an epiphany today. And before I go on, if anybody listens to this podcast from work, anyone, um, this is just my opinion. Um, I don't, 
I'm not again. I'm not going to mention where I work or what I work or who I work with or whatever. But um, I just it's just I'm tired of work upsetting me. It's just really aggravating. I go to work every day, and I'm afraid that I'm going to have to stay late when I have stuff to do after work, and I hate fretting about that. I hate walking around paranoid at work. And people tell me that I do a good job. Even my supervisors tell me I do a good job, but I'm still fucking paranoid. I'm still afraid that I'll make a mistake that'll get me fired or something, and I'm just so fucking irritating. And I just hate how work makes me feel. Work doesn't make me happy. And I understand work is work and it's not supposed to make you happy, but work I'm at least I at least don't want to be in a bad mood all the fucking time. I complained about being in a bad mood to my team lead. Oh, uh, and she said, Oh, it's probably just a bad patch. Well, how come the bad patch has been lasting for two fucking years? That's not a bad patch. Your work shouldn't make you wanna think about that I'm that I need counseling. Because I'm thinking about going to see a therapist. Because I'm so, so fucking depressed at work. It's goddamn irritating to me. I just don't know what the fuck to do about it. It's just upsetting, you know? But I had an epiphany recently. And I'm like... Actually today. I, I, I felt better for a few minutes today. During my lunch break when I was walking. And I I just sort of realized, you know, I'm really just sticking around for other people. Like, I I think that I don't want to leave because I don't want to disappoint my coworkers and my supervisors who think that I'm doing a great job. And that's great. But I just, I just, I'm just, it just wears me the fuck out. It's good. I'm glad to be recognized for it and shit like that. But I just. I don't want to do this anymore. And I'd been torn about it. But I'm like once I thought. I just I just need to find a new job. I think is what I'm trying to say. I, I'm no, it's not that I need. And I, I keep saying that and like I'll never find something. But I need to start saying I'm going to find a new job. And I said that to myself today, and I just sort of said that variant of of that, and I'm just, it made me feel better. I'm like, don't stick around for other people. I have to do what I want to do, and I don't want to be there anymore. Like, the job has changed so much. Like, I used to work at a company called Teleatlas, and... I really just hated it a lot because there was a lot of micromanaging and they managed productivity and they seemed to care more about the numbers than the people who worked there. And the job I have now used to care more about the people that work there. And now, at least in my opinion, in my view, they care more about the fucking numbers as they should. And that's fine. And that's the type of job it is now. But... That's not the job that I interviewed for nine years ago. And it's just changed so much. I just want to have a job where like the people who work there matter. And I just feel like everyone at work seems to walk around like fucking zombies. And 
and robots and stuff. And it's just, it's really upsetting to me. And it's just like the people have been, have had their lives sucked out at work. And I don't want a part of it anymore. I'm really just fucking sick of it all. I just need to find something else. Where I I don't get my productivity measured and stuff like that. And where where I'm not a number. Where I'm an actual fucking person. If you know of a job that I can find where that's feasible, please let me know. Because I'm tired of just... Being a fucking robot. I know that's what they don't want us to feel like. But I can't help it. That's how I fucking feel like. I feel like they just want to work us to death. I know that's not their goddamn intention. But they only care about the numbers. And to me it doesn't seem like they care about the fucking people. And I realize they may listen to my podcast. And I'm sorry. We can talk about it face to face if you want to. But I mean I'm going to continue to work there. Because... I've got bills to pay. And work isn't supposed to be fun. But I'm just fucking worn out. I'm sick of it. Sick of a lot of fucking things. Not happy at home and not happy at work. I used to just not be happy at home. And work, mate, was fine. And then work started to suck three or four years ago. And... I just keep working there because they pay me. And work isn't supposed to be fun. Work isn't... I'm not saying work is supposed to be fun, but work isn't supposed to, like, drive you fucking bananas. Work isn't supposed to make you think about you might need a psych admit. I wanted a week off a few weeks ago, and I had a week off, but they guilted me into coming in. And that sucks. I don't want to do that ever again. That broke me, man. Fucking broke me. But I'm a goddamn idiot and I keep coming back in there. This sucks. I fucking hate my job. But who doesn't hate their job? But I've got bills to pay. Whatever. Oh, wow. Half an hour already. Um, We've got to do the what pisses you off, what's pissing you off. Um, um, Let's see. Oh, wow. That person invited me to a comedy showcase. He probably didn't just invite me specifically. Anyway, I will say no. Because I'm not in the showcase. I don't go to showcases that I'm not in. And I won't do a showcase if you're not going to fucking pay me. Because that's how life works. I need to get paid doing comedy so I don't have to get paid working a job that I don't like anymore. And haven't liked for four years now. Anyway, um, I had that dreaded thing happen on on Monday when uh, Peter Pardo mentioned me in a Facebook post and tagged me in a Facebook post and wrote a Facebook post. And this is what he fucking said. All right. <clears throat> He, this is this this is this week's um, what's pissing you off, and then I will end the podcast. Um, okay, that's what's gonna happen. All right. Let's see. So this is it. This was Peter's post. He said, 
I have a topic for your What's Pissing You Off segment. How about tipping your Uber driver after he waits, loads, and helps unload the contents of your dorm room? Total compensation for the trip? $4.58. No fucking tip. And she was complaining that none of her friends helped her. I cannot wait to hear your next podcast go off on this entitled Big Green Cheap Cheap Fuck. You know you want to, so nobody bothers submitting your grapes because this is a winner. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, you're right, Peter Pardo. That was a winner. That was a winner. Um, that was a good one. That, holy shit. What? Oh, man. Seriously. What the fuck is up with that? Also, okay, first of all, I'm going to go off on Peter Pardo. All right? What kind of a stupid fucking idiot expects a stupid Dartmouth College student with a silver spoon shoved up her ass to actually give a shit about giving you a tip. She probably thinks that you're in that 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 it is it is your honor to help her snobby bitch ass move her stuff for only less than five dollars, you know? And sure she complained about her friends not helping her, you know? But you know what? You're not her friend. You're just a peon. For someone to pee on. See what I did there? So yeah, I've ripped you enough, I think, Peter Pardo, for this. So let's just switch back to her. I fucking hate Dartmouth College students who are so goddamn entitled that when they hire an Uber driver to help them move, they don't fucking tip them. Or I I doubt they fucking tip Uber drivers in the fucking first place. It's ridiculous. How how America's youth are such snobby assholes, Ivy League dipshits who don't give a damn about anyone else, who think they're the most important thing on God's green earth, and they they don't give a goddamn shit about the stupid fucking Uber drivers who they paid to come help them and then move them, unload, drive them, and then load the car again. I reversed that. I fucking fucked it up. But, but who cares? These stupid snobby. Dartmouth students are a bunch of stupid shitheads. Most of them. I mean, not all of them. I know a few of them. But still, it's fucking ridiculous. Shame on these snobby bitches for being so rude to the Uber drivers of the other valley. What the hell is your fucking problem, you stupid Dartmouth College students? How was that, Peter? Was that alright? I feel like it was good. I yelled a lot during this episode, so this was towards the end. Wow, 35 minutes. This has gone on a really long time today. I did not anticipate this episode being so long, and I might get in trouble for a lot of the shit that I said in this podcast, almost like any other podcast. If you have any complaints about anything I said in this podcast, say it to my face, or you can email the McTaggart Attack podcast at um, McTaggartAttack at gmail.com. And that's the bottom line if you smell what the McTaggart attack is cooking. <laughs>